Hey guys! So today, you and I are going to talk about... Bad teammates. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, I am... Well, it's a bit of a story here actually, but Frederick, I am a college student and I am worried that I'm going to be stuck with bad teammates that don't actually measure up to the task that the team has been given. And then this person kind of went on stating that in his current class he was forced to work with some people he had never worked with and they couldn't really measure up to the task in his eyes of course. And then he was perceived as being the bad guy for pushing and trying to kind of get things to work right. So the short answer is that you have to pick the right company. Yes, that is what you have to do. Now let me explain. This is not just because I believe that it all comes down to how good the people that you are working with are. It's it's a very com this is a very 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 <clears throat> complicated topic because the fact of the matter is that even if you get to work with some co-workers that aren't super, you can still get by, you can still train these people and you can still make, make it work right. But on the other hand, even if you work with highly intelligent, super educated or super talented developers, that doesn't necessarily mean that you are going to end up with good results because if the management is bad, the project owners are bad at planning things and taking in stakeholder information or you don't really have a team collaboration type of thing, you're not working as a team, well then things can fall to, fall to shit anyway and you can't really control that. Now what this person is describing and what I wrote back to this student was that the third thing you need to remember now is that you are in school, you are doing a class project. Now the reason why this is really not the... You shouldn't judge a potential company employment based on what you're seeing now because there are quite a few things that differ from those two environments. Now in your current environment you basically got allocated these people, like you were put in a group. The teachers most likely, like there's no screening process here. and when there's no screening process, you're going to mix people from varying levels of skill. That's number one, like you might be very skilled and some of your co your classmates may not be so skilled, of course. And in a real company, that's not going to happen. Well, it could happen, of course, but they're going to go through a screening process such just as you are going to go through a screening process. So when you're in that environment, you have different levels of incentive. Your classmates, you, you may, may want to go for an A and they just don't really care, right? And there's not really much you can do about that. So unless there's a boss or a manager on top that evaluates people or puts some pressure or like so forth, they don't really have an incentive to do all that well. And you, my friend, unfortunately lack the authority to do anything about this. That's why you're perceived as the bad guy. I'm not going to say too much because the honest answer is that I don't know how you socially handled these sorts of situations. So I'm just kind of using my imagination here. But I can imagine that you pushed for things and you felt that things weren't really measuring up to your personal opinions or your personal viewpoint 
and then people started feel like they, they got frustrated and you got frustrated because you know you can't communicate right which is usually the case with uh, with quite a lot of people but if you had a manager or things of this nature or a company culture with different practices it would be a different story and that's a segue into what actually makes a difference and what you can do in order to make the this sort of situation less of a problem when you start working for real so in a company we will have different practices rituals call them whatever you want now usually what this the process for you starts even uh, before you get into the company first thing you're going to face is a hiring process you're going to face a technical interview and you're going to face some form of personal interview now your classmates if they were truly unskilled they would ideally be caught at this stage and not even get the job because no company wants to hire bad developers it's that simple and once you're in the company should ideally have other rituals such as code reviews are super important they should have a fairly collaborative environment with a focus on team dynamics and actually trying to make people work well together you should like pair programming is a good good thing having uh, like you do using some form of test driven development things of this nature and so forth like there are these uh, other practices as well now these are good indicators that this company takes things seriously they are a f they are focused on making like to, 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 they are focused on a quality development process they have good managers and they want to hire good developers now the problem here is that this is not every company you see the situation that you have here in school can actually exist and it does exist in real companies the exact same problem where you have a set of developers that are a problem for the company or like not that good at what they do and then you have some that believe at least themselves to be better and there's a mismatch and the managers are really shit as well like and this is how projects really fall to shit really really quickly and the sad truth is that as a junior developer taking your first job also that you can that you can't do anything about this because usually this these sorts of things are handled by more senior experiences not only in work years but in actual live life years you, it's it's very uncommon that a company will hire a junior developer and that junior is going to come into that company and see all these issues and then that junior then is going to somehow be able to push for some, for improvements that is going to be adopted by the company the reason is very simple because you are perceived as be, like first and foremost odds are that you don't actually know how to solve these problems because you haven't learned like how to do it you may have some ideas you may have read some blogs but the honest truth is that you're doing you're, you're fairly inexperienced if you're fresh out of college you don't really know how to move most likely maybe you are really good at this but very few juniors and college kids have any idea of how to actually work with office politics how to set up migration strategies and like do all these these things so my best tip for you to you is basically that you need to avoid getting yourself into that environment because once you're in that environment 
you're going to get really, really frustrated. And odds are that you're not going to be able to do anything about it. If you were a tech lead or a mid-level programmer or some sort of person like that, you may be able to influence these sorts of practices. If a company is really bad at doing code reviews or having a working stakeholder developed like engineering PO management type of deal there are things that you could do but you need the experience and you need the seniority to do something like that and that's just not something that you have in the beginning so what I want you to take away from this is that as a junior developer if you want to be sure that you're not put in an environment where you have to deal with develop other developers that are that, that can't really cut it, if you will, and that you're forced to work in a, in a way that feels very soul-crushing and detrimental to yourself. You need to get the right employment up front. You need to make sure that you know how to do that, because once you're in, odds are that you can't change much about that company unless they are really open to, to changes and stuff of this nature. And it's also going to be a lot of work for you to do that, because the first question is, if you are as a college kid come in and say, hey, we should do this and this and this and this, and this is just in line with what most of the industry is already doing, then the question is, why the hell are they already doing that? So what you're looking for as a junior when you're in the process of figuring out where you want to work is number one, the company should have a code test. It should have a personal interview process, something like that. And it should ideally be a fairly good one because remember, it might be tough on you, but that's also a way for you to make sure that they were tough, quote unquote, on other developers. And that means hopefully that there are quality people on the inside. After that, you should have a, have a look at what culture the, like the company has, what rituals do they have? Do they do pair programming? Do they have code reviews? Do they do test-driven development? Do they collaborate? Do they work as a team? Do they work as a consultancy on a, like a project-by-project project basis? How do they knowledge share? All of these sorts of things. These are things that a company should have answers to and they will be impressed if you ask them about this. Trust me, because asking questions like this proves that you know a few things. And then lastly, make sure that you get to sh get to talk or at least know roughly who you're gonna work with because if you go into a new company in, into a company and all your co-workers are junior level developers then you should be a little bit careful because also and if there's no like really good senior manager taking care of all these things right technically be careful because odds are that you're going to work in a very similar type of situation as to what you were describing in in school have a great day